Welcome to We Have Spoken, Chapter 4, Acoustic Guitar. But actually, it's called Sanctuary. It's called yeah. The Sanctuary, correct? Uh, I think it's just called Sanctuary. Whoa, yeah, they're yeah. done with the the face. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And uh, it's called Acoustic Guitar because... Oh, yeah, well, um, as you can hear with our intro music, uh, there is a lot of acoustic guitar in this uh, in this episode. A lot of really relaxing. Ding, do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I didn't really catch nice. that. I didn't oh, catch that. Oh, really? Like whenever they show the no. village, it goes rock. When, <laughs> what? <laughs> whenever they show the village, there's a lot of acoustic guitar. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, it I makes you feel. That. Yeah, it makes you feel very. Um, hmm. Not in the big. Very calm. Like, a, like you're in a sanctuary. Not in the big fight scene. Well, of course not. Yeah, so uh, so yes, We Have Spoken is, of course, an episode, special Mandalorian review episodes of Children of the Force, which is a podcast by one adult and his two kids, and I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 13. I'm Liam, and I'm 10. I almost said 12. <laughs> 13. And, uh, yeah. And... Uh, something fun to report about The Mandalorian is your mom is officially in. She wants to watch this show. Uh, at first, she wasn't quite sure, and we watched the first couple episodes yeah, without her. Yeah, she was her. like, she saw the trailer, and she's like, are you sure you guys are going to want to be watching this? It looks really dark. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it, it not look, even that dark. It did look dark, uh, but no, it's, it's not. not. It not showed, nearly. like, the darkest part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very true. Um... So yeah, so we we watched uh, chapter three with her because uh, because just because it it worked out. She was she was there um, at home when we watched it on Friday, and and she wanted to watch it with us. And she was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is good." Uh, so then we watched this this episode, chapter four, on Friday without her, and she was pretty offended. She was uh, like, "She was like, what? What? Yeah, uh, but so. I thought we were all gonna watch it together." <laughs> so dang it, we had to watch it again. Dang it. Too bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was... So, like, yeah, mm. this was rough. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, right off the bat, when we first watched this episode, I noticed that it was longer, 41 minutes. Uh, it was actually 41 minutes and 14 seconds. Wow. But, uh, but again, the opening, uh, the opening everything previously on and all that stuff, title card... Uh, not title card, but the Lucasfilm card and all that, uh, was a minute 28. So the episode length actually was 39 minutes and 46 seconds. If, no, it if wasn't. If you count wow. the credits at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you minus the credits at the end, it's you, probably like 35. Why didn't you count the credits? 35 minutes. You know, I, I just didn't think of it. Next time, Liam. Then, next then time the I'll other ones must have been like almost just like, like a... 28 like minutes 20, or something. Yeah, 25 like or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, usually, whenever people talk about how long something is, they they include the credits. That's just how they do it. So, it even like movie runtimes includes the credits, right? So, so that's like another fifteen minutes added to uh, it. Like ten, yeah, yeah, between five and ten, depending on the movie. That's yeah. Not right. So, so yeah, um, but a longer episode, regardless, right? Longer than what we've gotten, so that's good. Well, maybe the first episode is about this long, but. Anyway, so yeah, this episode was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, as we mentioned in our last show, uh, and it was awesome. And uh, I heard an interview with Gina Carano on Anthony Bresnikan and Joanna Robinson's uh, Vanity Fair podcast called Still Watching the Mandalorian. Uh, still Watching, they do Still Watching for like a bunch of different shows. 
Which is interesting name for a title. Like, oh, you're still watching that? Yes, I am. Uh, I don't really get that, but okay. Um, so yeah, they uh, they interviewed Gina Carano, and she had nothing but great things to say about BDH, which is what uh, people who know her personally call her. Uh, yeah, yeah, BDH. Uh, you know, she she did she worked magic on this episode, according to Gina Carano, uh, specifically kind of helping Gina Carano. Um, Sort of like design, I think we heard about this at Celebration a little bit, making Cara Dune's costume, uh, or Cara Dune, Cara Dune, Cara Dune? I think, we heard, I think we heard both, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Star Wars for you. Han Han. Han I think um, mm-hmm. Mandalorian <clears throat> said Cara Dune here. Yeah? Okay. And then, I don't think we ever heard her name not said by the Mandalorian. I think we've heard Gina Carano say her name, and other people say her name, and I think it's been Cara when they not said it. in that. No, not canon mentions, you're right, Liam. No. She, uh, she is Cara Dune in canon. <laughs> sure. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is a good episode. And uh, this season now is half done. Oh, wow. We have had half of the episodes. I'm hoping the second half, maybe episodes are a little bit longer, but kind of kind of weird to think that we've seen... So we don't need it. Well, we know there's going to be a second season. Yeah. There'll probably be a third one, too. So. We don't know. Yeah, they haven't Hopefully. said... Yep. Oh, just I one mean, more thing. Mm-hmm. Story it's not Star Wars-y. Mm. But we went to Frozen 2. Oh, yeah. That's and right. it was really good. So and watch it. See so it. We, we watch need, it. Yep. <laughs> so and moving on. Uh, it was good, yes. But we have to go. do not have time yes. to talk about so it. Why you still so this episode was similar. This episode of The Mandalorian uh, Sanctuary was similar to the Clone Wars episode Bounty Hunters where Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, and Anakin work with four different bounty hunters to defend a farm from Hondo and his pirates. Oh, yeah, I did make which the one connection. Of you, which I one of you? That. Liam, you did. You you made yeah. the connection? Yeah. Um, you're like, this was like an, a Clone Wars episode, which is very true. Uh, that Clone Wars episode was very similar to... And they're to, teaching them how to fight. And they teach the villagers yeah. how to fight, yep. Yeah. And that was, uh, you know, an homage um, to... The a uh, couple different movies, the Western movie Magnificent Seven, which came out in 1960, about seven people who help a village and train them how to fight against pirates, basically, or marauders, you know. And uh, and the Magnificent Seven was a ripoff of Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai from 1954. And Kurosawa was a huge influence of George Lucas for uh, A New Hope and yeah. beyond. Um, he loved those samurai movies. That this director made, and they're they're largely yeah considered to be some of the best samurai movies. Wasn't samurai like a theme in something? Well, for Jedi, Star Wars. I mean, Jedi based on samurai, yeah. Um, And as far as I can tell, the Seven Samurai is kind of the first place where that story started. The idea of seven people helping, and of course, in the Mandalorian, it wasn't seven; it it was was two. two. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, it's it's very similar. in, in Seven Samurai, there's a, a character called Kyuzo, um, and he's a master swordsman. And Embo, which is one of the Bounty Hunter characters that started in the Clone Wars episode Bounty Hunters, it's the first place we met him, he is a Kyuzo. That's his, his uh, species wow. type. So, wow, they yeah. really based that up. Yep, they really, really did. Um, also, A Bug's Life is based on Seven Samurai. Um, <laughs> the, it is, it totally is. Uh, the circus <laughs> people are the samurai, and they help... Along with the one ant, right? They all help oh. the village defend themselves against people who are it's coming to steal their food. Yeah. Yeah. I forget like everything well, hey, except hey, guess the what? ant. 
It's on Disney Plus. It is, and guess yeah, what? There's like a bajillion well, yeah, other is. things we it's want Pixar, to watch. Right? A, a Bug's Plus. Life is great. Yeah, it's Pixar. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's like the second Pixar movie. It's after. Uh, really? After what was the first Pixar movie? Toy Story. Really? Yep. So, oh. So yeah, no, it's. Well, I mean, it's older, classic, but it's a then. great. It's a great movie. Yeah, um, it's really good. It's also about like um, you know unionizing <laughs> people standing up to the to the <laughs> powerful boss. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so this episode starts with krill fishing and acoustic guitar and, uh, and you know, oh, they're yeah, fishing can, these, these now. blue krill and sometimes I think what would the score be if it was from the krill's point of view and it would probably be like super like boom, 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 and they'd be like, ah! <laughs> and the krill would be, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like if it was shot from the krill's the point, point of view. view. It'd be, it, like, it'd be like boom, a horror movie boom, every day boom, where they're pulled out of the water and they can't breathe and they slowly suffocate on land. And, and then the raiders take yeah. them away. Yeah. They save their lives. Let's just pretend that's yeah, what the raiders pretend. do. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the raiders are animal rights activists. Mm, yeah. <laughs> they're saving the, yeah. that's, what those blue, that's what those blue tubs in the, in the, hut, in the building were. They yeah. were they were like the animal sanctuaries for that. That's why the d- episode's titled Sanctuary. Because <gasps> those Klaatuinians oh were gosh, yeah. animal rights activists creating an animal sanctuary. This makes so oh. much sense. Wow. So the Mandalorian is really a villain. Ufta. Yeah. Geez. Anyway, yeah. so it's a very bucolic scene. Bucolic means exactly what this is. Like, uh, kind of a nice, calm Mellow, scene in the country, nice. like the countryside. You know, um, and. Uh, and the curl are super blue, and there's a They're droid helper. Liam, you really got a kick out of that droid helper. Oh, yes. Yeah. It is a. Um, it's kind of got. Droid. Sort of got an astromech body. It's an right? astromech droid. Okay. And it's on big legs. They attach big, long mm-hmm. legs to it. So it can stand in the water and fish for. I would love to know if that was a practical effect, because that thing looked super cool. Was that an actual model? Or was that CGI? Know. I'm thinking CGI, but. Yeah, I barely used so it at cool. all. So. It looked so cool. Uh. Yeah, and then there were also kids there. Bunch of kids. They were so cute. And uh, the big blast comes through the trees, and their yeah. their sanctuary is violated, and uh, Klaatuinian raiders steal a bunch of stuff from the town. Now, Klaatuinians are uh, kind of a dog-faced people. We saw one on Jabba's sail barge. Uh, one of, He was one of the skiff guards, I believe, that got killed in the big fight. Um, Barada was his name, I believe. Um, so, actually, he's one of the people who came with your Jabba's sail barge uh, set that you got, Liam. The skiff. The skiff set. The Lego Which set. A long time ago. Him. I'm pretty sure you I do. I have a Klaatuinian Lego figure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have Barada. The Klaatuinian Lego minifig. Oh yeah. my gosh. Can you show we me We have to picture? go find him. Yeah. Can you show me a picture? Not right now. Not right now. Show me a picture. <laughs> I will later. So, no. So I thought... I thought that the Mandalorian would give us, like, in an in an instance like this, I thought we would see village people killed. I like, did, too. Like, that's the kind of show I thought this was going to be. But we didn't. And there was no... And I was kind of like, yes! Yeah, there was no, uh, I call them dead Ewok moments. There was no dead Ewok mm, moment in this episode. Ewok moment. <laughs> you know? Like, Return of the Jedi was... Like, yeah, that, that those Ewoks were cute and they were fighting, but there was one scene that showed us, like, Ewoks died in this battle. They Just fought, so you know. And they died. Um, it was sad. I'm kind of surprised. Right. Brother the <laughs> I was surprised that we didn't yeah, get that in I this episode, but I'm fine too. with it. Um, yeah. It's almost like you don't need to see a dead village person to understand that 
the stakes are real, you know? <laughs> no, like, you don't. Like you definitely a, don't. It's a real threat. So, and, 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 you know, these Klatoinians weren't necessarily meaning to kill them. They were just stealing their stuff. Yeah. You know? So, so, um, so that's like the, the opening. And then we get, uh, the, the Mandalorian and the Razor Crest and the Yodlets pushing buttons, which is pretty funny. Uh, and it's super cute. It's so cute. And he's like, don't touch that. <laughs> It keeps on doing it. So then, no, uh, he's not like, don't touch that. He's not like that stare mat. Like, how he's just like, stop touching things. Mm, That's yeah. it, pretty much, quote unquote, <laughs> what he said. Stop touching things. Stop yeah. touching that. So funny. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. funny. So then he find, he's looking through planets, Mando is, and he finds Sorgan, which is the planet that we go to. A real backwater scug hole, he calls it, which I get, get a kick out of. And he says to the Yodlet, are you ready to lay low and stretch your legs for a couple of months, you little womp rat? That's so cute. <laughs> Nobody's going to find us here. Foreshadowing. Yeah, I so. could tell that was foreshadowing all the way. I was like, yeah, no, that's not happening. So, but no one finds them until the very end of the episode, so that's kind of nice. True. Um... And uh, when he lands, he tells the Yodlet to stay he's in the like, cockpit. You stay Don't touch right here. Do you understand? Uh huh. He is really talking to him like he's a like he's a little little kid. Oh my gosh! So and, then, and then we see the Mandalorian. We just see his head. And the doors. And the doors opening. It. And then we see the outside of the shot, and the doors coming down. It's like revealing the Mandalorian standing there. Then when it goes down to the bottom, <laughs> there's the little Yodlet the little standing, right, standing next right, right next to him. And then the Mandalorian just looks down and is like. Oh, what the... So funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is very funny. And, uh, it's... They've... they've Man, they find funny moments for that little yodlet, I gotta say. Uh, so he goes to the village with them, this town or whatever, market. And they find a restaurant, I think. I don't think it's a cantina. It seems more like a restaurant, which is kind of cool. Like, we see a restaurant in Star Wars, and there's a server. Like, when we go to a restaurant, someone comes to the table and says, Hey, can I get you anything? Something to drink? You know, it's weird. It's weird to see that in Star Wars. Um, but on the way mm-hmm. to the restaurant, they see a loath cat, and mm-hmm. uh, the loath cat growls at the yodlet. And we all and, freaked uh, out. We were like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, it's a loath mm-hmm. cat!" Not nearly as cute. No. In real life, as a loath cat is in Rebels. But what do you expect? But you know, maybe a baby loath cat's cute. Maybe, cuter. maybe. <laughs> Speaking of cute, also things, bigger than I thought. We just need to talk about Jedi Fallen Order for a second. Mm. We've been playing Jedi Fallen Order. It is so good. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a planet you go to, and there's these things called Boglings. Mm. And they're so cute. They, they remind me of the Pokemon Eevee. When I saw their faces, oh, yeah. I yelled at the TV. I said, Star Wars, stop copywriting Pokemon. And then... They came out of their holes, and they don't look like Eevees anymore. Oh, yeah, just their head, did Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so, back to the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, so, so he asked for bone broth for the kid, and nothing for him, right? The Mandalorian doesn't order anything because he's got his helmet on. Yeah. He asks about Cara Dune, pays money to get the information, and gets nothing. The waitress uh, just is like, oh, yeah, sure. Thanks oh, for the money. thanks for the money. <laughs> and I don't even a, think she realized. She's like, I'll throw in a... Um, for, spotchka? For, spotchka. Some spotchka for, for, good, yeah. good, for good measure. <laughs> for good measure, yeah. Um, she, so she reminded me of all Star Wars characters we've ever seen. She reminded me the most of Ekmina from the Cantina from the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, a, just kind of a nice, you know, like a no-nonsense sort of... A, 
and waitress, I guess. And eventually, um, she's just like, "Get out now." Ekmina does. That's not yeah. what she does. That's no, she's Ekmina sings a song when it's time to leave. Um, <laughs> so, uh, someone on Twitter, and I forget who because that's the nature of Twitter, uh, said that he felt like this waitress's speech pattern was off, sort of in the same way as the Mithral in the first chapter, the Blue Alien. And Anna, mm-hmm. I remember you saying that you had kind of an issue with the way he talked. Yeah, I did. Um, and you wanted him to be just done, like, let's get rid of this guy, right? Yeah. Uh, did you feel the same way about the waitress? I think I did, but I didn't realize it as much, and I didn't feel it as strongly. Mm. Like, when I saw her and she was talking, I wasn't like, just just go away, you're mm-hmm. not Star Wars-y. <laughs> I was just like, she's interesting. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, I'd be okay if she goes she's away, funny. but, like, she's fine. <laughs> she's funny. Like, I didn't think much about her. Yeah, there's some, there's some like, modern tone to her, or there's something, right? Yeah. But you know what? I, I feel like that's fine. Like, um... It's okay to expand what Star Wars can be. Yeah. And and I and I'm I'm glad that they're doing it. Um not everything has to be so formal or angry, right? Yeah. It, it you know like every barkeep isn't going to be were, you know, and say, "Hey, we don't we don't like their kind in here," you know, like yeah. it's sometimes there's nice waitresses, right? Like it's got to be the case. So Cara Dune ducks out and kind of leaves, and Mando follows her, and she gives him a beatdown, which is... They give each other a beatdown. They down. give each other a beatdown, but she... She, yeah. ...really gets him. And and uh, when I was re-watching it, I noticed that the way she finally, like, beats him down to the ground is when she hits him on the side of the head. But before she does that, the way she gets that shot in is she grabs the bottom of his helmet, uh, where his chin is, and she attempts to pull it up. And so she knows, like, he doesn't want me to take his helmet off. And she uses that against him. And he grabs her wow. one hand with both of his hands and pulls down to try to stop it from happening. And that keeps his hands busy so she can, with her other hand, just nail him in the side of the head and knock him down, which is Wouldn't so that cool. Wouldn't her fist? Uh, I think she had some, like, gauntlets on her hand oh, or like something. Oh, like brass yeah. knuckles? Yeah, I think so. Um, and she's a shock trooper. She can handle it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, they both fall down. And, and point, they, the, yeah, point the blasters like the, at each other. At the same and time. And then Yola's just right. standing there sipping his No, soup. you know, you can just, like, hear, like, a... And we're all like, what's that? What's that? What's that? And then you see the Yodla just, like... Just sipping his uh-huh. soup, just watching him, like... Oh, yeah. this is an interesting movie. I'm just eating my popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> and then, no, that's what and it then, felt like to me yeah. too. He's eating popcorn, yeah. Then this is the Mandalorian's word. Quote, quote, unquote, words... Want some soup? <laughs> he looks at her. Want some soup? That's that all he cool. says. That was pretty cool. I think because like she didn't shoot, and he didn't shoot. Like they realized, like, oh wait, neither of us are out to kill each other. Otherwise, we would have just shot each other. Yeah. So that's when he's like, uh, "You want some soup?" <laughs> uh, so that's great. So she's talking about how she's a ex rebel shock trooper. Mostly, she saw most of her action mopping up after Endor. Mostly, ex Imperial warlords. Uh, and then once that all kind of ended and, and the Imperials mostly went away, then the politics started. Uh, uh so, uh, she protected delegates, so like senators and stuff maybe, right? And governors. Mm-hmm. And she was like protecting like a bodyguard basically. Yeah. And then also suppressing riots is something she did, which, you know, sometimes riots are because people want food, Right. And they don't, and no one's listening to them. So they start rioting and they start maybe breaking 
the windows of the government center or something like that, right? Like riots aren't always like a lot of times riots are violent, but a lot of times they also are for a good reason. Yeah. Right. And so if she's suppressing riots, I mean, she's like basically the, the, the police who are there trying to stop people from rioting. And a lot of times that means shooting them or maybe, you know, beating them up and putting them in prison Mm -hmm. jail. Right. So I don't know. I wonder like what kind of riots, and, you know, the New Republic is in charge now, but it's a big galaxy, and they might not be helping everybody equally, right? Mm-hmm. Just like the Old Republic didn't. Just like the Empire for sure didn't, right? So, but there might be some planets when the Empire was in power, they had stuff. And yeah. now they don't, right? And maybe they're yeah. rioting. And the idea of suppressing a riot makes me uncomfortable, because that means, like, powerful is stopping people with less power from getting something that they want, right? But Cardoon quit. She did quit, and that's right. So she quit. And I think Kara should be spelled K-A-R-A, not C-A-R-A. That seems a lot more Star Wars-y. Noted. Uh, I'm done now. (laughs) I have spoken. You have spoken. (laughs) Uh, I used that today at school, and I explained to this girl what it meant when I said it, and it actually worked. I said that I said it. Um, when was it? I think it was in Design Crew. I think it was yesterday, uh-huh. and I just said something, yeah. and I was like, "I have spoken. No one here will get that, but who cares?" Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So then she walks away, and the Mandalorian looks over to the Yodlet and says, "Looks like this planet's taken. Yeah, gotta go." So he starts to go. So, so back to him sitting down with Kara, though. Um, this is the second time in this episode where we see, like, he should be drinking or eating something, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Because he can't take off his helmet in public. Yeah. So in that way, his helmet is a weakness, right? Because, like, um, it's a weakness in battle because he's super concerned with it coming off. Like, almost like an Achilles heel, kind of, right? Like, it's the one thing that people can do to get to him, mm-hmm. is try to take his helmet off. I feel and now then Yodlet. And, and what? And now oh, it's and now hurt the Yodlet, too. But, but, like, so, and, and remember we talked about uh, last episode where um, Paz Vizla did the same thing. Tried to pull his helmet off. And that's what started their big fight uh, in the, the Mandalorian. Don't um, touch a Mandalorian. This is, like, the past two episodes, this is the moral. Hmm. Don't touch a Mandalorian's helmet. Uh-huh. Because if you are not a very good fighter and you know exactly what you're doing, you're dead. (laughs) You touch that Mandalorian's helmet. Do not try to remove a helmet or you are dead. Um, (laughs) We'll we'll talk about that later in the episode. (laughs) Yeah, there might have been someone who tried that later on who didn't get beat. But, uh, But also I think another weakness is like a social weakness. Like eating together is this is this communal act that this community building act yeah like eating together and drinking together right so the Mm -hmm. helmet kind of harms him in that way too it's like this wall between him and other people and like you feel like he doesn't necessarily want that wall there he wants connection but it stops him from having this connection like later on in the episode i feel like if he ate with the villagers like, they get to know each other better, yeah, and they'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah, we're more friendly yeah. now. It's, like, built in. But, like, in, he doesn't. Like, he has to be like, okay, go away, like, I'm gonna eat now. Yeah. He, we see him, don't get, like, too surprised if you haven't watched this episode and you don't care about spoilers, but we see him take his helmet off, we mm-hmm. do not see his face. 
Right. We see him standing up. We see his back. Then we see we hear a noise and we see his hands coming down, holding his helmet, mm-hmm. and he puts it on the table and starts eating. But mm-hmm. we don't see his face. Right. Yep. And I don't think anyone else did either. No, I don't think so. So, um, so yeah, I just you know I think this is it's interesting to me because like uh, one thing that uh, the still watching the Mandalorian podcast uh, mentioned, Anthony Resican mentioned was like, you know, we have people in our own world who have like head coverings for religious reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. and there are times when, um, like for example, maybe there are times when maybe it's sometimes we have people in our world where their whole face is covered with a covering. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's just a little slit for their eyes. Like that's, that's a thing. That's a religious thing for some people. And my bus driver has that. Yeah. Yep. And that's and that's something that can you know like it's important to them, and it's important to who they are, and their identity and their their spirituality. Mm-hmm. But it also does it it can affect them negatively as well. Yeah. Right. You know, it's it's something where if you're living in a world where not everybody else is like that, right? Then it can cause it can put up walls, and maybe that's by design. Maybe that's on purpose. Yeah. You know, I, I think it is. And maybe for the Mandalorians, that's on purpose, too. And maybe the Mandalorian doesn't want that type of... Well, I think I think this is a struggle with a lot of people in our yeah. own world, too, right? Like, this is something that is a hindrance to me, yet it is also who I am. Yeah. You know? And, and we all have that in our own ways, I think. Uh, not just with what we wear, but who we are. Yeah. Not everything about us is perfect. Things that aren't great about us can you know they're still who we are like it's not that it isn't great but like we're Mm. vegan and that can separate us from other people in some ways Mm, sure because like we can't eat the same things Ah, i always have to yeah i always have to check the ingredients or something before i eat it and but that's who i am i'm not gonna just stop being vegan because like Mm -hmm. animals out there are getting hurt and i don't Mm. want them to get hurt so i'm gonna stay vegan and you can Even find if, community yeah. in other ways, including eating, but not uh-huh. in the same way, maybe, right? Or with the same with certain people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. True. So then the Mandalorian's getting ready to go, and a couple of the villagers come up, and uh, they they have names, although we never hear them in the episode. Caban is the guy with the headwear. He has a, has a has a kind of a hat on, and the other guy's name is Stoke. So, just so you know, they have names, Caban and Stoke, and the Mando's not going to help them until he hears that they live in the middle of nowhere and they have lodging. So, do you, I feel like he's sort of looking for an excuse to help people. Like, he says no, but then he's like, oh, you can help me a little bit? Sure, I'll put my life on the line for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think... But, like, he also couldn't, like, just be like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll help you for this little money, because that, like, might ruin his reputation, you know? Mm, maybe. Like the Mandalorians. I feel, but I feel like he's looking for an excuse to help people. And, I feel like he kind of is, too. And it's okay. Sometimes, you know, to help people, you need to find an excuse. Right? Yeah. Whenever, whenever gets you to helping people. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Like, uh, like maybe you say, I'll, you know, I'm going to go and volunteer, and then I'm going to treat myself with a... With an ice cream cone or something, yeah. right? Like you know, you like that's do okay. Stuff to, that's fine. Like you give yourself mm-hmm. a reward. Yep. Like I'm gonna clean my room, not for like helping people, but like you know. Yep. Sure. To make it clean. Um, yeah. So. So. <laughs> Help your room out. So he finds Kara. 
pays her some money for her to help out. And uh, they all get to the village. And Ready for round two. All the kids, yeah. All the kids <laughs> love the yodelet. And Anna, you commented that all of the kids are kind of the same age. Yeah, it was yeah, kind I noticed of that. I didn't notice that, but once he mentioned it, I was be, like, whoa. I could, I, I could see, like, maybe not. Maybe a few years like, age range. But there were no toddlers. And right, there were no, and there like, were no, like, teens. Yeah, no, like 15-year-olds or something. There were no babies. Maybe, yeah. they're all my maybe age, they see. have, like... <laughs> are you going to think of an in-universe... Maybe they have a mating year. Like like a mating year, yeah. <laughs> I feel like possibly they were all like every ten years. <laughs> no, but then nobody could help each other with their baby because they'd have their own baby to attend to. <laughs> oh, that would be okay. <laughs> wow. I think I think the age range were about nine to thirteen. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. My age to Anna's yeah. around. So uh okay. so we see Omera and Winta, right? So that's the mom and daughter. Um and uh, Omera is very kind to Mando. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's very kind. Says, Thank you. That's, like, that's very kind. He's so awkward. He's so awkward. So, so they, uh, they, you know, she gives them, she says, you can sleep here. And then she comes back, they come back a little later. And Winta wants to feed the yodelet, so she does. And Omera wants to feed Mando, so she does. That's and, a weird way of putting uh, it, but Winta, yeah, that makes sense. Winta wants to play with the yodelet, and Omera wants to talk to Mando. Yeah, um, <laughs> she doesn't want to play with Mando. Maybe not yet, but they, you know they haven't. They don't know each other that well yet. So, uh, so, so she leaves some food in the hut. Uh, oh, but before that, Winta leaves, uh, takes the yodelet out of the hut, and the Mando's all like overprotective. He's like, oh, no, I don't think. Oh no, I don't want him to go. Yeah, he's like, this is it. This is like, this is like. I don't think can it's I gonna play do. with him. Yeah, sure. takes him out. Yeah. They start walking out of the hut. No, I don't think so. they'll be fine. I don't think they'll be fine. <laughs> I it's love like, that. She's just great. like, don't talk yeah. back to me. I'm letting you live in my village. They will be okay. Uh, good old um, Omera, the free range parent. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, and, this was, and she says to Mando, how long has it been since you've taken that off? And he says, his helmet, right? And he mm -hmm. says, yesterday. I love that. And she said, I mean, in front of someone else. And then he says, I wasn't much How older than know? they are. Uh, the kids. Pointing to the kids. Yeah. yeah. So, so then he says, I was happy that they took me in. My parents were killed and the Mandalorians took care of me. So he did not grow up Mandalorian until they took care of him. Yeah. Right? That's what it sounds like. Um, and he says it super softly, you know, like. He really feels indebted to these Mandalorians. Like yeah. he is a Mandalorian, but also like they did him a solid, you know. And and he's and he is Mandalorian now. She says, "I'm sorry," and about you know, I'm, I'm assuming about his parents, but he says this is the way. So and Omero's kind of like. Okay. If you need anything, I'll be here. Mm -hmm. That's what she says. Yeah. Like, I I, mm -hmm. I saw that. I was like, cultures combining. Clashing, like, yeah, cultures clashing, clashing, and combining at yeah. the same time. I feel like, yeah. like I wouldn't say clashing. Yeah. So she, le yeah, she it's leaves the food for him. Like yeah. she knows, like I'll, I'm leaving the food here for you. Yeah, and so there's other villagers it. who went to him to ask for help. They said they researched on the Mandalorian. Mm. Like they knew stuff about him. Mm -hmm. So maybe this whole village knows stuff. Maybe, although really, like we know that Mandalore and stuff. They had their helmets off all the time. Like, yeah, they were all Mandalorian. Yeah, which is weird. This is... The timeline of this feels a little weird because, like, he... That was the Clone Wars, where he's a kid. 
and the Mandalorians take him in. But during the Clone Wars, the Mandalorians aren't a society of people who never take off their helmets. So maybe True. he was like, maybe it was like a, a small pocket of Mandalorians living on some planet or something. Maybe. But then they talk about the purge and how there's not many Mandalorians left. I'm confused by yeah. the timeline. I, I don't, I really hope they explain it because it's not making sense to me. Hmm. Um, one so, thing yeah. I liked at the <clears throat> ship and also didn't like. Mm-hmm. He goes, um, they goes, we're here to, like, we're, we need somebody to help us. And he's like, you think I'm a mercenary? And he goes, you're a Mandalorian, aren't you? Mm. I feel like not. That's like culturist, I feel like. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's... kind of. That's, yes. Um, that's like... No, this is... Yeah. This is like five... That. So the last time we saw Mandalore was in Rebels. And that was before A New Hope. So maybe, like, it might have been pretty early in the galactic civil war that Mandalore was basically wiped out. Okay. So, so it's been a while and maybe the only Ma- the Mandalorians who are left, maybe they are mostly mercenaries and bounty hunters. And, you know, like, I don't know. How did, how did Cara Dune know that he was with the guild because yeah. he was a Mandalorian? You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. She has the force. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. That so, would be kind of awesome, but I so feel yes. like this wasn't supposed to be a force show, uh, and they already bring force. Oh into yeah, that, yeah, so it's already there. We don't need more. Can't get away from that force. Mm-mm. So, um, so yes, the Mandalorian then takes his helmet off to eat, but he's in the the safety of his home, which is dark, and outside, which is light. And we know, you know, when you look in. Look at a window of a house when it's light out. It's always darker inside the house, so you can't really see in there. So he, yeah. he's assuming people can't see his face. Which kind is, of a gamble. Yeah, that's kind of a gamble. Yeah, was, like, was when like we talked could... about last episode, when it was like, he must like have to like double check and triple yeah, check and make yeah. sure no one can ever see him, no when, matter what. When he shaves. When, when he shaves yeah. and when he eats and yeah. when he does all that stuff. He's like, we should, he mm-hmm. has to make sure no one can see him, no matter what. And now he just does this. Yeah. I'd probably just hide behind all my luggage, be like, in the corner. Okay, I finish this. <laughs> put my helmet back on. Yep. Nothing happened. I didn't just eat. I'm just eating. All right, we need to, oh, we need to get an going. Anna, Anna has to do homework. We need to. We need <laughs> to hurry up. So, okay. So then they find out that the Raiders have an ATST, and the deal's off. You got to move. But then, when the Mandalorian hears that the villagers want to fight, again he finds a way to help. Right. Omera yeah. says, we're not leaving. And Kara says, you cannot fight that thing. And Mando says, unless we show them how. And I, then I was like, We're going to have a montage. Yes. Even Star Wars has a montage. And Omera oh, yeah, already no, no, knows. Yeah, Omera knows like, how to shoot. All right, who knows how to shoot? And mm-hmm. Omera's just like. I do. Just raises her hand slowly. <laughs> like, am I the only one here? I would love to know Omera's history. Like, is yes. she, you know. That'd be I awesome. mean, it makes sense that and the galaxy's. Really been at war for a while and stuff like yeah people learn how to shoot um when i first saw the per- person shooting i immediately thought oh is that the daughter i thought it was the daughter oh. <laughs> shooting i was like oh, yeah. that would be so awesome if yeah. the daughter was shooting and she was like amazing but like who would want to put their kid's life on the line right so me we got- <laughs> and you you um, wouldn't care <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> that is a joke. Uh, so, yeah, we got two montages in four episodes, so 
All right. Uh, so the Klaatuinians are brewing their own spotchka, I guess. Uh, yeah, Because when, when Mando and Kara go to kind of scout their camp and, and bait them to go follow them to the village, we see these big things of spotchka. It's kind of weird that they are, like, just stealing the shrimp to brew. Like, can't they just grow their own shrimp? I don't know. Or krill, not shrimp. Anyway, so there's a cool fight scene. Grow? Well, yeah, that's. I think they're they're seeding. They said they seed the, the ponds, right? And then the the krill grow in the ponds. Yeah, but I mean, they come from seeds. Raise. Well, no, 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 no. They said they seeded it themselves. That means like they brought like krill eggs, right? They're, they brought krill and then they put them in the ponds and they Laid had eggs. babies and yeah, yeah, yeah. So then there's that cool fight scene. Bomb goes off. I like how they, you know he sets the bomb and he thinks they're just gonna leave, but then they're like in the in the place and it's gonna blow up and they all have to fight really quick and get out of there before it blows up, which is pretty cool. Uh, so then the ATST arises in the woods with the red eyes, looks like a monster in the woods, and uh, they fight and the ATST goes down into the big, you know, the extra deep pond uh, after some quick thinking from Kara, and again another battle and no dead Ewok moment. Oh, we get um. The name of a pulse rifle. That's what. Oh, is that yeah? The that's what you call pulse, rifle. pulse rifle. Yep. So so the villagers win the day and they celebrate. Yeah. And uh, and then there's a two week jump. Two weeks later, uh, the How do kids. You know that? Uh, they say they've been there they a couple say, weeks. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. That's and uh, we raised some in here a couple weeks cup, ago. A couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> we raised a ruckus couple weeks ago so sure, sure. kids are the kids are teaching the yodlet that it's gross to eat frogs whole mm-hmm. um <laughs> and uh, again omera offers to set something inside the house for mando so some food or something to drink uh so respecting his culture you know um and and understanding how important it is for him to only take the helmet off in privacy um and Kara asks him, like, what happens if you take that helmet off? And the only thing that happens, they according to him, they hunt you down and shoot you. Is no, yeah, she said, do they hunt, they hunt you down? But no, you just can never put it on again. So then there's this whole other thing. So all of a sudden, I don't want to see his face anymore. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I don't want him to take it off because then he can never put it on again. Yeah. I want him to be able to wear that helmet. <laughs> yeah, that's like so sick. So he he tells Kara that he's going to leave the yodlet there, um, but of course. A bounty hunter changes his mind. Um, but uh, before that, he's talking to Omera, and she says to him, you and your boy could have a good life. Your boy. I'd love it. Yeah. Like, she's, like, saying that he's his son, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, he could be a child for a while. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, I can and, hear those words in my head. Her and Manda's, I know, and Manda's voice cracks, almost like he's crying. He says it would. And he's, like, he's struggling to say the words. You can hear it. The voice yeah. act, the acting is so great. It would, you know, like, he's like, I want to stay. Um, and she attempts to take his helmet off. She grabs and it. He, he lets her touch it. almost lets her. He lets her touch it. And then he stops. And uh, and then the, the bounty hunter like tries to shoot. The bounty hunter tries to shoot. Uh, you feel like she shouldn't have tried to take the helmet no. off? No. Well, she didn't, like, pull it off really fast, right? She gave him plenty of time to say, like, yeah. no. And when he did, she didn't protest. She wasn't like, oh, I want to take it off. That's a you good know? relationship there. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. She probably could have asked maybe for I permission. I don't ship them. But I don't. I feel like everybody does. Like, 
They're totally a couple, but I don't ship them. Like, I no. feel like they no. could, mm. like, Cara Dune. Why not? Cara Dune was like, you could settle down with this beautiful young maiden. And have widow, a, not maiden, widow. Yeah, widow. Yeah, yeah. And you could have a family. Uh-huh. And Cara you could raise your lesbian. children. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see Cardin's that. lesbian. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm you heard it here first, it. folks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's fine. Or did um, Yeah, probably not. Uh, so, so yeah. Uh, then the uh, uh, the Kubaz uh, bounty hunter was going to take a shot at Yodlet, but Kara gets him in the back. Mm-hmm. So Whew. we hear a shot. We mm-hmm. hear a shot. It's a different, like, scene mm-hmm. of so the Mandalorian. Yeah. And oh. we think that the Yodlet was shot. Yeah. But actually, the person who was about to shoot the Yodlet was shot. Mm-hmm. And but we've that, seen that twice. We saw yeah. that in the first episode, too. Yeah. I was talking with my friend about yeah. this yeah. at school, and he was like, oh, yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah really I didn't cool. notice that. He what do you think loves of, the man. I, I did notice that. What do you think about that? Do you think that's repetitive? Do you think they should have figured something else different out? Or, no. Like, we just saw that I like that we saw it again. I think, okay. I think that's fine, right. yeah. Sure. I, I'd cool. like for them not to use it anymore. Yeah, let's not do it again. <laughs> yeah, let's not do it again, though. Yeah. Twice is fine. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, another good episode. Mm-hmm. This show keeps on keeps on trucking. It's pretty awesome. Uh, before we go, fun fact. Winta is played by Ilsa Ferris, who played student number four in Alexa and Katie uh, episode called Winter Luau. So, uh, you have seen her before. Yes, we one, have, one but time. I don't know who she is. She was student number four. I don't know if she had any Whoa, speaking Whoa, she was student number four? <laughs> right. She was an unnamed student uh, in a Netflix original called Alexa and Katie. In one episode. In one episode, yep. That's, yep. okay, that's a tiny role. Yeah. Yeah. You could have so, got a bigger role than that in Alexa. Yeah. All right. Gonna, yeah, well, now she can. Yeah, now she can. <laughs> She's in Star Wars now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> um, she could be in anything right famous. now if she wanted to. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's kind of funny, too. Because, like, Wait. you know, the way it's been, the way it's been is if you are in a Star Wars movie, you are forever famous. True. Because you are in a Star Wars movie. But is that the same for a Star Wars TV show? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it, yes. Maybe to a little lesser extent, though. Yes, to a yeah. little lesser extent. Yeah. And But like, I feel like now it's, like, a big deal. Yeah. And then once there's more, it'll be, like, mm, slightly less. Maybe. Like, I wonder. If Winta's bragging to her friends at school about like, oh yeah, guess what, guys? I'm Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I'm a Star. I'm a Star. <laughs> I met Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I always like when there's kids in movies or TV shows. I always like in live action. I always like thinking of them talking to the adults and being like. Oh my gosh! It's such a pleasure to meet you. You're famous. Oh yeah. And you I mean, just like, like the scenes, I yeah. feel so good for them. Like, yeah. I'm happy for them. Yeah. Because I know how that would feel. I feel like I know how that would feel if I got to, like, be... Yeah. That's just awesome. That's yeah. just awesome. Yeah. And um, you think the whole... A lot of the Mandalorian cast, cast is going to be doing uh, um, autographs at the next celebration? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Cardoon, that's for sure. Oh, sure. Um, oh, yeah. Mandalorian. Yep. You think, oh, like, yeah. even, like, Omera will be there? Uh, maybe. Ming-Ya Wen will probably be there, right? 
Maybe. Name is. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Well, we're not going to be at the. We're not going now. Yeah. We'll go to the one after that. Possibly, Maybe. Right. Maybe. And we'll watch. Watch it. We'll watch it. Yep. We'll watch it online. So yeah. So uh, thank you for joining us uh, for we have spoken, chapter four, acoustic guitar. Uh, until next Sanctuary time. Sanctuary for the krill. <laughs> uh huh. Until Good next. Good job, dog taste people. <laughs> yep. Clatuinian animal rights activists. We talked a lot about animal <laughs> that rights. Be, that is show. No, you should have called it. That should be the name, not sanctuary. Should it be Clatuinian animal rights activists. Yes. 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 We yes. are naming that episode. Um, <laughs> we are naming this episode chapter four: Clatuinian animal rights activists. <laughs> or uh, we'll be like, what? oh, here's a fun little thing about this. Um, Another fun fact: in in the subtitles, they're called Clatuinians, but in the end credits. They are called Clatoonians. Okay. So, like, I'm pretty sure they misspelled Clatoonian in the end credits. <laughs> okay? Because it's never been Clatoonian. It's always been Clatoonian. So, if they misspelled that, they probably also misspelled Vizsla. Oh. For Paz wow. Vizsla. Jeez, they gotta get a better speller. That's what I'm saying. Hello, I'm available to type up the end credits for The Mandalorian <laughs> for you. Get, like, paid a bajillion dollars an oh, episode. Oh, I'm sure the person who typed those up gets paid a bajillion. Okay, Anna needs for to do doing it wrong. Anna yeah, needs for to doing do her it wrong. Yeah. So, until next time, get those frogs out of your mouth and on the ground where they belong. Yes. I have spoken. I have spoken. I have spoken.